tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the show that wants to go higher, faster, further, but can't because of that nasty asthma. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm winded. And I'm Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, winded. How are you? (laughs) Oh, perfect. Okay, so we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning into our pop and geek culture fun time show. Uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently this week. Uh, we usually start with our check outs, but, uh, you know, variety is the spice of life. So we're going to flip the script and do some uh, news first this week. For reasons. Don't For worry about reasons. It. Don't worry about it. Don't think about it. We're going to do some news. Artistic integrity. Yeah. Yeah, let's call it that. <laughs> So, uh, what do we want to start with uh, first? What's the big news for the week? What do you think? Mm. And it's not Captain Marvel, unfortunately. This is being recorded before the movie comes out. So, we'll talk about that next yeah. week. Tune in next week for a Captain Marvel episode. Yes. But oh, this man. week... I'll tell you a movie that's been on my on my calendar. What? The Hello Kitty movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's talk about the Hello Kitty movie. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. They recently announced that... Somebody bought the rights to produce a Hello Kitty movie. Oh, probably Legendary. They're buying the rights to everything. It might have been right? Lionsgate. It could be Lionsgate. It might as well be Legendary if it's Lionsgate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's um, now it's I'm guessing animated. Oh, I don't want to think about a yeah, live just think action about the Hello li- Kitty. The... I want like a Detective Pikachu style. Oh, Hello there we Kitty. go. Hyper realistic <laughs> Hello Kitty. Where Hello Kitty says a cuss. We were all wrong. <laughs> it's New Line Cinema. New Line's Oh, well, that's the third one. Okay. <laughs> and they not just writes the Hello Kitty, but all their other characters like Gudetama, My Melody, Little Twin Stars, and more, I would assume. Oh, that means they, that means they might there. have... Yeah, I was going to say a Gretzko should probably be in there Ooh. as well. The best Sanrio character. Yeah. Right? The most realistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the most relatable. Yes. I don't know. Gudetama is pretty relatable. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, I don't know much about... Hello Kitty, other than she is definitely not a cat. She is a people. That looks like a cat. That looks like a cat. That is the official standing by Sanrio. Her last name is White. Her name is Kitty White. Really? Yes. Didn't know, didn't I know, know that. that. Okay. Um, so I think most of my knowledge comes from that the toys that made yeah. us. There's one about <laughs> Hello Kitty. This is actually very good. Yeah. You know, I really like that show. It I is. I really like that a lot. I'm about ready for another season, mm-hmm. Netflix, please. I love the Star Trek episode where they talked about all like the off-branded things yeah. that they just slap the Star Trek name on, like that stupid hat with yeah, the, fla- the helmet, with the, the yeah. helmet with the light on top, so the it, emergency helmet. It was before they really did merchandise like mm-hmm. that, and people wanted it, so they just kind of did it. Kind of did it. Anyway, yeah, we're talking about the Hello Kitty thing. Is see, I'm totally out of the loop. Is Hello Kitty still a thing? Oh yeah, people still love Hello Kitty. My, I think it's mostly a Japanese thing, though. My question is, how do you make a movie out of something that's not, is like just a symbol more than it is a character? Lego Movie. True. It's like making a movie about the smiley face, which they I guess did you could that. say that's the emoji yeah, that's movie. That's the emoji movie. <laughs> but that has a little more. I mean, like the literal like seventies like smiley face. It's like the same concept. It's just yeah. a cute thing that you put on other things. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost like if they were to do a feature, a feature-length movie of... Oh God, what's that stupid Japanese mascot? Um, oh, there's a lot of Dormon? them. Dormon? Uh, Domo-kun. 
Domo Kun, the, the little brown furry guy. The brown furry yeah, thing yeah. with the, the mouth. I yes. re- man, I remember when that was popular very briefly here. Yeah. Because that was when I worked at FYE and <laughs> we got a bunch of a bunch of their merchandise in mm-hmm. one day. Yeah. <laughs> we never sold any of that stuff. <laughs> Hello Kitty is more of a symbol than a character. There's not as She's pretty much a logo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it's like making a movie about the Nike swoosh. <laughs> I mean, just do it. <laughs> you okay? I thought it was funny. Oh no, that's yeah, that took me a second, but yeah, okay. <laughs> thank you, thank no, you. No, that was good. There, I mean, was there good. was Hello Kitty like cartoons and stuff. There, yeah, that's there true. was an MMO. There's video games. True. I don't know. It's just a hard. It's a hard sell. But then again, I mean, I'm an adult man. So. Yeah. <laughs> Here's. Do you remember that one car that used to drive around town? That was Hello Kitty themed. No. It was no, white. I don't. It was white. Had pink trim. Pink rims on the tires. No, but now I'm sad I missed it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to see it all around on the side of town. Really? Yeah. Interesting. No, I don't remember. I yeah, don't I think remember it was that. like some some lady's like sweet sixteen present. <laughs> wow <laughs> and that's narrow casting everybody yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah i mean i get there were other things but it's like she's literally a, a, a an advertising mascot i mean so is hitsune miku and yet she has more depth than that <laughs> you know sonic the hedgehog is i mean is a game character but also is the logo a, for a sega mascot yeah. And it's a, getting a movie. He has a story around him, though. Like uh, so things. does Hello Kitty. She has fun with her friends. I guess. Mm. I mean, true. Yeah, maybe we're just looking too far into it. I mean, she can hang out with Bats Maru and Kuropi for an hour. I mean, <laughs> what if they went really meta with it, like the kind of like the Lego Movie did, <laughs> where, was... where where a window decal comes alive? Yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> She can be friends with the Garfield hanging with the suction cups. Yeah. And the and and the Calvin peeing on whatever logo you want him to pee on. Yeah. (laughs) My Hello Kitty backpack turned into a real Hello Kitty. Backpack. That's still a backpack. It's still a backpack. It's really weird. (laughs) She unzips her head. Some weird body horror stuff going on in that movie. You say that, but the director attached to the project is David Cronenberg. Now, <laughs> Cronenberg's Hello Kitty. Sorry, I'm just imagining the thing, but with Hello Kitty merchandise. She like puts a VHS tape into her stomach, oh, like video drum. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh. Hello Kitty presents Rabid. <laughs> wow. it's, it's like the brave little toaster. <laughs> oh, Hello Kitty stuff. Right, yeah. Oh, it's a sad movie. Right? But it's a good movie. It's good. Oh, yeah. And I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but I remember being incredibly sad as a kid. You know, I never watched any of the, like, the ancillary ones, like Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. I don't think you have to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Although it was based on a book, and so was the Ghost to Mars. That was the written sequel, so. Hmm. Well, there you go. All right, so hey, uh, we talked about it a little bit while discussing the Hello Kitty thing, but uh, let's talk about the big thing. Uh, so Sonic the Hedgehog. They finally released what he looks like. Not on purpose. It was an yeah, accidental it was, leak. It was an accidental leak, but it was confirmed. 
hey, guess what? It's as bad as you thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, it looks so oh boy. rough. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Remember those gloves Sonic wears like an old cartoon? Yeah, well, he didn't have those. He just got white fur on just his hands. Small, tiny white hands. Human <laughs> fur hands. Yeah, I think that's the worst part about the whole thing is that he is human, like, shaped, shaped, except for his head. Yeah, he's got like a giant mascot head. Speaking of Cronenberg, <laughs> it yeah, looks like right. a human body horror Sonic oh, the Hedgehog. Yeah, no, it's, like, yeah. Like created in a lab against his will by combining hedgehog DNA and human DNA. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, the fly. It's, yeah. it's the fly, but a hedge, but a blue hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and like there have been a lot of people online, a ton of people online that have been like going through and editing those couple of leaked photos to make it better, to make it actually look like look Sonic like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, and you know it's something as simple as like tweaking the nose and like. The Making eye. the eyes more like the actual Sonic. And like That's all it needs. Just moving his spines around a little bit. Just a little bit. Hit yeah. that iconic silhouette that he has. Right, because the way it is now, it just looks oh, it looks bad. Man, even even old school pudgy Sonic looks better than the movie Sonic. I love classic Sonic. Yeah, classic, yeah, classic, classic Sonic's great. I don't know what you're talking about. I've, I've said this before on this show, but this is the one thing about Sonic the Hedgehog that was inarguably good. And his design. What, it's what, yeah, it's what works about Sonic is that he looks cool and he looks cool to kids. Yeah, that he's coasted on that for. I don't know, since Sonic Adventure. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't understand why they needed to make him hyper-realistic in the first place. Why didn't they go like a Roger Rabbit? Yeah, I mean, that know, would make more sense. Make, you know, just lean hard into like, hey, there are human people and then there are super cartoony looking it's like the way the animals. Games, it's the way the games already That's are. That's how Sonic X was. <laughs> Yeah. How Sonic Adventure takes place in the real world, but there's also cartoon animals. Even people. Sonic 06. Yeah, it's not a crazy concept. People would have been very accepting. Yeah. I mean, I mean as long like, as he like, doesn't smooch a human girl. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure People he will. didn't like that in uh, Sonic 06. I'm sure he Do you remember will that? Anyway. Yeah, when, I wonder when if Sonic he will. smooched a, a human girl. <laughs> oh, you, you know he will. <laughs> Cheating on Amy. Oh. That's no. Have they had, is there going to be any other characters? Uh, Robotnik. Oh, but no tails, no, no. As far as I know, there's no, no knuckles. No. Oh, can you imagine what they would do to knuckles? Especially... Can you imagine what they do to Big the Cat? <laughs> Rouge the bat. They make knuckles. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> they make knuckles look like a real echidna. You'd be ready to have nightmares. <laughs> oh no! There are there are multiple reasons why <laughs> that would be a horrible thing to sight to see. They lost a way. Yeah. <laughs> They, yeah, they it's tried just, to fix something that was the one part of Sonic the that wasn't that broken. Wasn't broken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and okay, so that actually just um, talking about all the other characters in this movie just kind of made me think of something. If Sonic looks this bad, what is Jim Carrey as live action oh. Ivo Robotnik going to look oh, like? No, is he still going to be shaped like an egg? He's got to. <laughs> what if he looks like that time that Steve Carell cosplayed as Gru on the Ellen show? <laughs> I think you nailed it. Yeah. I think you that's, nailed that's it. That's it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Combined with a little bit of Al Roker as Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> if you haven't seen the cast of the Today Show in their 
their uh, Peanuts costumes. Like, oh, it's, it's something to look up. No, it's not. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Kathy Lee's scary enough the way it is. And then, you, <laughs> then you put it, was she Snoopy or Woodstock? Was Hoda Woodstock? I don't know. One was Snoopy, one was Woodstock, and it was terrifying. <laughs> no, I just I just picture Al Roker with that plaster, like, curly Q yeah. and those thing like, and those weird fake, fake ears. ears. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. That's what it's going to look like. That's what Robotnik is going to look like. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's no doubt about that. Oh, oh boy. Man. Oh, boy. I, and you know what's weird is that it works for Detective Pikachu. doesn't yeah. work for Sonic the Hedgehog. That's because the, the models yeah. in Detective Pikachu look right. Yeah, yeah. I guess their, their they shape at least have, is still there. They still have the, the same iconic shape. They just changed the texture yeah. on them. Which works. Like, if they made, so- if they made uh, Pikachu look like a yellow, anatomically correct rat. Rat? <laughs> With like a worm tail that wasn't a zigzag. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the thing is like, could you imagine how bad those Pokemon models would look if they didn't have the textures? Like a flat yellow Pikachu? It'd be okay, but it, it wouldn't be as interesting. It would be acceptable. Yeah. People wouldn't like complain too much about it, but yeah. I mean, I like that good, good scaly Charizard. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Hmm. It, it, they just didn't betray the original concepts, and that's yeah. what the Sonic does is it completely throws everything into the garbage and starts from scratch with a monster. Yeah. It slapped it in the face and spit on it as it left, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof. I'm it, not even that huge of a Sonic fan. I mean, I like Sonic games enough, but... Yeah, I'm good with it. I mean, I've yeah, played most like, of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I am still offended by this awful design. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic want... Mania was a was great. That game's Sonic a blast. Sonic Mania was really good. It's it's yeah. better. It's the best Sonic game, I would say. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. That Robotnik's mean bean machine. <laughs> but that's but in Sonic it's in Mania. Sonic Mania. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when I got to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a it nice was a, little Yeah, it was a great surprise. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh yeah. My favorite surprise from that was the um the three that were in Sonic the Fighters. Oh yeah. Pop up um it's the... like Bean the, the dynamite, the bean, the dynamite, who's like a duck looking thing. Uh, Fang the sniper. I love Fang, Fang. Fang the sniper. I love or whatever. Fang the sniper. And uh, chill the polar bear. I think that's what that I thing think. was. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, because they'd never been in a in a two D Sonic game. It was they were just kind of in Sonic Fighters. Sonic Fighters. No. Oh no, they weren't. Fang is in the Game Gear Sonic games. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. He kind of has a knucklesy role in those. Oh really? Okay. Hmm. Cool. Which, when I was a kid, I played more of those than I did any of the other ones because I had a Game Gear and not a yeah same Genesis. same here yeah I had <laughs> uh, I had Sonic two for uh, the Game Gear for that brief t- moment where I ha- owned a Game Gear and could afford machine. the amount of batteries it took yeah yeah <laughs> well I've I've talked about on here like my my very short history with the Game Gear where I played through the game Rise Star and got all the way to the final boss and my batteries died <laughs> and I set it down and said. I'm done with this. <laughs> You're never hurting anyone again. <laughs> I'm done with Game Gear forever. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I only had one in junior high because some kid I was friends with traded his entire Game Gear and collection of games to me for something I don't even remember. <laughs> like, I made out with like a bandit in this trade. Oh, that's awesome. It might have been something like a Nintendo 64 game, a soul game. Oh, wow. 
Wow. The same kid I traded um, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo 64 for Final Fantasy VI on the Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I In, in uh, junior high, I think I traded a bunch of Magic the Gathering cards for a copy of Wario Blast for the Game Boy. Featuring Bomberman. Featuring Bomberman. <laughs> That's a good trade. That yeah. was a good game. Was a, yeah, yeah. It was I, a good trade. I traded a bunch of Magic cards once for... It was an Iron Man game on the PlayStation 1. Was it the Exo Man Award? Yeah. Oh, that game yeah. is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I felt, I felt quite robbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, memories. Yep. So, wait... Do we all have memories of trading Magic the Gathering cards? Well, back in the 90s, they were as good as cash. (laughs) You're not wrong. I'm pretty sure my school cafeteria took Magic cards. (laughs) I don't know what I did with my Magic cards. I must have traded them away for something. You must have traded them for something. We had a barter barter system in middle school. (laughs) And then the Pokemon card game came out. How many yeah. firelands does it take for me to get a sandwich in this cafeteria? <laughs> Nothing, because no one wants basic lands. Everyone That's has true. a billion of them. Uh, they they wanted your your Flexian dreadnoughts and <laughs> <laughs> Urza strongholds, which are all real magic cards, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, I didn't doubt that for a second. <laughs> I will trade you five planeswalkers for an order of French fries and a zebra cake, yeah. or. Or, hear me out, I'll give you this gold legendary five-color dragon (laughs) for that school pizza. You know what? Guys, I have the blue-eyes white dragon. (laughs) Get out of here, Tad. (laughs) Oh, man. Yu-Gi-Oh is for losers. Uh, uh, Believe in the heart of the cards. Yeah. You just wait till I activate my trap card. Then they'll see. <laughs> oh man, I remember someone came to school with like the plastic blade. <laughs> oh, that card holder. That stupid card holder that the, was like the, spring, the hollow spring loaded thing? that like sprung out. Yeah, yeah Magic the Gathering thing. doesn't have clothing accessories <laughs> <laughs> or a sweet millennium puzzle. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like Magic would have like a cloak. That you wear, and then the, the, you open it up, and the cards are. In oh the yeah, they're in there. You know, yeah. they made a they made a D and D setting based off the mag, the world of Magic the Gathering. Uh, yeah, I've heard about that. I actually, it's called like Ravica or something like something that. like that. I actually wouldn't mind trying that because I always kind of liked the lore of the, the magic lore. world is kind of cool. Yeah, See, like the Planeswalkers characters are very cool looking. Yeah, I always liked the art on the cards, and I always oh, liked yeah. reading the uh, flavor text at the bottom. I was terrible at the game. Oh yeah, like. I don't think I ever played the game right once, honestly. Todd uh, Todd Lockwood did a lot of stuff for Magic. Mm. I I knew how to play it, but there was one time we were playing it at a friend's house and not in the cafeteria at school, and it dawned on me. Who does that? Yeah, it, it, it dawned on me, like, this isn't fun here. Yeah. Like, we could be doing so many other things that are better than this right now. Yeah, no, Magic the Gathering was only fun in the absence of other things to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when all you have at school lunch is the ability to throw cards down, you will do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> and it. And you will enjoy it. We yeah. actually, uh, me and my friends, got enough signatures and enough interest in my school uh, during middle school. We had a card game club nice <laughs> during during club time and you were all the most popular kids in the school 
Uh, I mean, there were some of us who were actually there to play games, and then there were a couple girls who just wanted a, a club to get away from, like, <laughs> basically a study hall or a time to, like, goof off. Oh, man. You know, I didn't play so much at lunch, but uh, junior high home ec, the junior high home ec teacher, she didn't have a real firm grasp on the classroom. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So so basically, you guys kind of run amok. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> and it ended up being a lot of Magic the Gathering and... Sometimes you might make a spaghetti. <laughs> Sometimes we made a spaghetti, yeah. <laughs> but uh, wow, good I, good I, memories. I, I Jamie, ta- I, Christmas. I tap these meatballs. <laughs> and I murder and I and I mana burn your 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 stroganoff. See, it, it, it's it's crazy to me to think that you know we all we all went to different schools. Yes, you know at you know in junior high or whatever, but we all had like these same kind of shared kind of very similar. Yeah. I mean, kind of things that happened. That's all. The, that's kind of neat it, to me. It I don't was know. a very nineties thing. It was. Yeah. Oh yeah, magic was huge in the nineties. It's still mm-hmm. kind of big though. Oh like, yeah, it's, people yeah. like magic tournaments still bring out a lot of people. Uh sure. Yeah. Like I know that's one of the big things that the game shop in Mount Gilead is. They have like uh they have commander tournaments. The one and in stuff. Delaware too. I feel like the one in Delaware runs on magic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it really does. In just about in spite. Um, <laughs> I went wow. to I went to one of the new comic shops in in Delaware. Oh yeah, which one? Um, what? Well, well, I tried uh, was it a secret um secret identity or flying uh flying monkey. I went to flying monkey. I tried okay. I tried to go to secret identity and I found they have that, weird hours. Well, it wasn't just that is there was no parking. Yeah, no, <laughs> you have to park on the street and walk. I couldn't even get a place to identity. park. Yeah. It's Delaware. You got to park on the street yeah, and see, walk. That's, see, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, secret ad- identity is right there on it's Sandusky. It's right. Yeah, it's it's right there in town. Uh, Flying Monkey's over by the um, the Walmart, the, the Walmart, the Kroger, and off Twenty Three. Oh, yeah, and they do uh, they do D and D stuff in there every mm. once in a while too. I've been wanting to go in there, but uh, they're never open when I have a chance to uh, when I'm off work. Yeah, yeah, I went in there. That's not. It's not bad. They had, yeah. a of, they had a lot of stuff in I'd there. I'd like nice. to do a and d night like that, but I'm afraid like I'll be the only one there that doesn't know what they're doing. And like I'll just get laughed out of the building. Well, if it's on the weekend, let me know. I'll come down. It's fine. Okay. I'm we'll both not know what yeah. we're doing. It'll be okay. We'll, we'll both get gatekeeped out of the building. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh but yeah, um they're they're having a they're having a magic commander tournament at a, a LARP event I've got coming up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> you can come in with your sword, your fake sword, and be like, what is this sorcery? And just like knock all the cards around. <laughs> blap, blap, blap. And then somebody kicks my butt for real. Yeah. <laughs> Walk up to someone. <laughs> I tap my lands. Whap. <laughs> Did you see a, a, a Black Lotus sold for like $180,000 or something yeah. the other day? Is what? Is that's that a, a magic is that a magic card? card? It yeah. is a magic okay. card. See, it is one of the for some reason. This is news. This is technically a news item. Oh, okay. It cool. is. Yeah, it is. Let's talk um, about it. Man, we have really gone off the rails today. <laughs> it's fine. I'm good um, with it. For some reason, I don't even know why, because it's not even that good or great of a card. But the black lotus, because I think it's because of its rarity. It was mm. one of the original run cards, I think. Yeah, it was it's yeah, it's it's a it's a old, old magic card, like third like third set in oh wow it was an artifact and um they've been selling over the years for 
obscene amounts of money. Yeah. And this newest one sold for like $186,000. I'm like, it's like it's new record or whatever. Wow. One card. That's. I can't even fathom spending that much money on. On a magic card. On a card. Yeah. That is. That's unreal. (laughs) I can't imagine that either. It's not like it's like a first edition blast toy. (laughs) (laughs) Shiny Charizard. Yeah. Uh, action comics number one yeah right oh my brother and i had so many first edition pokemon cards because we bought them as soon as they came out oh i did too i had so many yeah and now i don't know where they've all gone yeah i don't know but then but but then recently they brought out like their i don't know their retro whatever and it has like original art and stuff from the 90s oh nice yeah i somehow ended up with a bunch of those oh yeah so i have a whole stack i've still got pokemon cards laying around uh, I mean, it plays a lot like Magic. It's yeah. basically Magic. Yeah, I've never, fun. I've never played the game. I just it's for some reason have game. a bunch of cards. It's a good card game. I like it. Yeah, um, I was at my dad's. This would have been a couple years ago now. I was going through my old room looking for something, and I went into my closet and in the underneath a box in the bottom of my closet, underneath the skeletons. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, behind the gremlin, <laughs> to the left. Come of the, on in here. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> Oh, Star! Oh, Home Star Runner. Good stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I said Gremlin, and then my brain started thinking Goblin, and then I went to I went to uh, Trolls Two, <laughs> and I'm sitting. I'm like, Do you want some, Joshua? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that movie oh, is such yeah. sweet, sweet, terrible Awful. trash. Right. Um, but uh, I found a a holographic shiny cyber leomon digimon trading card <laughs> okay i had some of those i played the game a lot i liked the digimon card game <laughs> <laughs> you're one of those weird kids that like digimon better than pokemon yes <laughs> here's the thing the digimon anime was great yeah, their well, video games yeah. were meh. Oh, they were weird and they bad. They were weird and hard to play. <laughs> yeah. Unlike Pokemon, where the anime was kind of meh, and the games were good. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll give you that. Plus, also, the Digimon designs were just better. Digimon yeah. are digital monsters. And Digimon, Digimon are the are, champion. Are the, are the champion. <laughs> All right, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some more news. It's some actual news. <laughs> Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us, things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash nerd overload now. Oh, yeah. Floating around at the speed of sound. 
we're back. That was City Escape by Crush 40, you know, the Sonic song. <laughs> we talked enough about the old Blue Hedgehog Boy. We thought, why not do a, a Crush 40 classic? Yeah, <laughs> so that was in uh, Sonic Adventures 1, right? Yes. Two? I thought it was 2. I thought it was 1. It's one of those. I, I'm i going to go on the record saying it was 2. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, because you come down off the helicopter with the the helicopter blade snowboard into the city. Oh, yeah. I could have sworn that's the first one, though. And you though. get chased by the government truck. The truck, yeah. that is. I think that is, too. Uh, anyway. Anyway. So, anyway, before we get into the news, uh, I just want to take a minute and thank some of our Patreon supporters. Um, like you heard during the break, we, um, we do have a Patreon, and one of the levels is, uh, you know, you get thanked on the air for, for being a backer. Uh, so, this week, I'd like to thank... Uh, Lori, Mike, Nicole, and, uh, someone named Cody. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, so thank you all for uh, being part of the show. And if you, if anyone else would like to, uh, be part of the show or are interested in checking out some of the things that we're doing, you can um, get the show early. Yeah. That's one of the things you can do along with other things. You can go to patreon.com backslash nerd overload. Now I'm sure we'll mention that at the end of the show again as well. (laughs) Uh, anyway, let's get back into the news. So this next thing that we're talking about is... Uh, Speaking of Japanese characters getting films. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's going to be a live-action Gundam movie? Yeah, that's the the word on the street, I guess. I yeah, don't... I have not heard anything about this. They like, had the director. It was... Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, and that's probably about all they have. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Um, was he the director or is he the writer? Because Brian K. Vaughn wrote Why the Last Man, the comic series, as well as he's a proli- pretty prolific uh, comic He uh, has signed writer. on to write the screenplay right. for Gundam. Okay. Oh, okay, so he's not the director. Yes. It's owned by Sunrise, and it's being done by Legendary Entertainment. Of course. So it's going to be like Power, the Power Rangers movie version of Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not, because it's a little different than that. Um, but this is legendary we're talking about. Well, this is true. <laughs> I hate the fact that this article says it's the first live-action film based on the thing, because it's not. Well, it only counts when Americans do it, apparently. <laughs> the last one was with Americans. Oh, really? What? Yeah. There it's was... called G-Savior. I've seen the movie. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, because I am the resident Gundam guy. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, resident Gundam guy, what is Gundam in, like, well, two minutes or less? Maybe even less if you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is there's a lot of different Gundam series. Um, <laughs> pick the most popular one and tell me tell me a Gundam. Pick, okay. Pick the one with the robot that's in Ready Player One. <laughs> okay, that's the RX-71. That's the original Gundam. Okay. So that came out in 1979. Gundam. Uh, we have opened a Pandora's box. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, you want to talk about some stuff? I can talk about Gundam. Hey, Cody, you want to get your hand on the uh, yeah. on, on the Gundam button? Yeah. <laughs> the the Gundun button. Yeah. yeah, it makes the Gundam talk stop. <laughs> Basically, the the universe of Gundam is a far future of mankind, where mankind has spread out into the stars, so to speak, of space colonies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is the far-reaching influence of the Earth government on these space colonies and space colonies wanting independence. So it's kind of like, uh, kind of like space civil war, a little tiny bit. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Actually. Okay. Uh, mixed with like a little bit of like 
World War Two ish. Yeah, kind so of it's like the 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 colonies versus the main planet. Yes, and we follow the the main planet Earth defense. Correct. Depends on the series. Gotcha. Um, because honestly, the thing with Gundam is, yeah, the the space colony people tend to be painted as the bad guys, but the Earth people do a lot of bad stuff too. And it's... that and that was kind of the point of the series, yes. right? Yeah, like it's you know, no one's good, no one's war is bad, guys. Yeah, war it's is... it's it's pretty much it. It's, it's the it's the horrors of war. Yeah, and um. You're political bar- power you're burying the lead of gundam it's giant robots yes <laughs> yes and one of the big things of the the of these of this war of these wars are giant robot suits that are piloted called well not all of them are gundams that gundams are the most powerful yeah but they're typically they're called mobile suits mm-hmm. and they look like they look like people and they have like swords and sometimes laser swords and guns sometimes and- like short range guns is like wasn't there a thing where like um the reason they couldn't just like aim like long range laser cannons at each other like you would think they would is because like the accuracy would be off or it depends something. um a big thing of the original series is a lot of the mobile suits had nuclear reactors inside them ah and so you had to be careful where you hit them Oh, okay. So it's like Rock'em Tuck'em Robots. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody dies. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some there's some dark stuff in the Gundam and whatnots. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's giant robots. A lot of uh, s- certain characters against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are ro- there are interpersonal dramas. Oh yeah, yeah lots of that. A very much space a space opera. Kinda, oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of space opera stuff. stuff. Okay, so let me ask you this because. You mentioned there are a million different versions of Gundam that yes. take place at different times and like different. Some are different times. Some are completely different, different universes. universes. What do you suppose this is going to be based on? This live action is going to be based on. Well, I kind of hope it's based off the original universe, mm-hmm. the Universal Century. They so call that's the one where they fight the red, the, the red guy with the dumb helmet, yep. right? Well, here's the thing with Gundam: guy with a helmet is very common. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it, he's. Yeah, there's always generally a character who wears a mask and or a helmet. He's typically always okay. blonde too. Okay, so see, I know a a little bit about Gundam. Yeah, your guy's you're name's like Char, Char or something yep. like that. Yeah, Char Anzible. Yep. Yeah. See, I've I don't do anime, but the the allure of giant robots in space, yeah. it's there. Oh yeah, there there are some really good series and. Hulu has a handful of them, including a, a one about Char called Gundam Origins. Mm. It's fairly new. Mm. No, sorry. I was just going to say, so you're saying this movie isn't going to be about the the robots that are like tiny people size? Oh, G Gundam? Yeah. That's those Gundam, weren't right? people. Those weren't oh, tiny they weren't? people size. They, they were, were smaller than people size? No, they were big. Oh. They're just oh. as big as other Gundams. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they were like... Because they were like the weird chibi size, like no, weird... that's SD Gundam. Oh yeah, that's a, I was about to say, where does the SD Gundam? Fit that's SD in Gundam. That was the people size, stupid, stupid anime. Oh okay. Um, but no, G Gundam is the one where it's basically Dragon Ball with Gundam. Oh nice. Where everyone's had like a karate fighter and it's like a tournament thing. No, no, that sounds pretty great. It's weird and it's problematic. Mm. Oh, because everybody is based on a, a race of people. A nation, It's yes. like Punch-Out. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And they're all bri- broad stereotypes uh-huh. with their robots. Yep. Oh, no. The Mexican Gundam is called Yikes Tequila a- Gundam. Yikes a That sounds pretty rad, though. And he has, like, a big sombrero com- and a poncho. To be completely oh, boy. honest, that sounds actually, totally rad. <laughs> actually, you know, that does sound pretty... <laughs> 
pretty cool. One of the coolest ones, though, was Royal Gundam. He's the British one. Mm. And he looks like a British, like, palace guard. With oh, the, yeah. with a big Peter. hat? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, that one's a weird series. And it's like, it's less piloting like a fighter jet, like regular most Gundams mm-hmm. are, and more of a, you stand inside and the Gundam mimics your movements. So everyone's got some kind of fighting skill. Okay. Or yeah. special power or gotcha. whatever. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, uh, Universal Century is the most, one of the most grounded of the Gundams. It's also the most series are about that time, era, whatever, that's, and things connecting to it. That's what it's going to be. Oh, yeah. For my money, they get, that's what well. Here's do. the thing: Gundam Wing was also incredibly popular. This is true. Mm. Uh, Gundam Wing had a team of five Gundams and pretty boys. Yes, they're, they're all pretty very boys. Popular with the ladies. Uh, yeah, and all the different Gundams were had like a weird theme. One of them was Death Gundam. He looked like a Grim Reaper and stuff like that. I think I've seen that one. Yep. Because there were a lot of toys and stuff. Oh yeah, that uh, that was extremely popular over here. During the tsunami. the early the early two thousand the hot days yeah. of tsunami back when they had Sailor Moon and Dra- and Dragon Ball yeah oh, Dragon right. Ball yeah. and and Gundam Wing yeah they did have one movie for Gundam Wing it was actually pretty good it was called Endless Waltz I remember that name yeah I didn't watch the movie <laughs> yeah it's a good movie yeah um but yeah there's a lot of different Gundam series but most of them have to do with the Universal Century so I at least for but the problem is the space colonies kind of have a World War II German kind of vibe. Yes. So yeah. that might be problematic. I mean, mostly it's mostly their look, mm. like their uniforms and things like that. Yeah. Uh, some people in the fandom like to call them the space Nazis. Mm. But they weren't like that politically right, in the right. show. Um, I don't know. It just depends. But Or they just might go with a whole original story and not tie it into anything. Yeah. That's kind of how G-Savior was. Okay. Well, last question about this because we've got to move on. Yes. But, um, you know, adapting animes and adapting things from cartoon to live action or from television to screen, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Do you think Gundam works being adapted from a long-running television series, like from us, from even taking one season as a series and adapting it to, even if they adapt it to like a two or three movie. Yeah, because it's a long-running series. It's a long-running series. Do you think it's going to work? Um, I mean, in theory, it could because it's more. It's the if they get the if they get the meat of it right. Because anybody can do giant robots fighting. I mean, look yeah. at Pacific Rim. And it's yeah. not dumb. Like, Gundam's not a dumb giant robot thing. There's a lot of thought going into it, it feels like. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot There's a lot of, <laughs> like I said, interpersonal relationships and political nuances in Gundam. Yeah. Um, but do you think too much of that would be snipped out for the sake of it being a two, two-and-a-half-hour movie summer, instead of a 60-hour television I mean, series? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to really say. Legendary's okay. going to want a Pacific Rim out of this. Sure. That's what I'm thinking. I think they're going to butcher it. I think there will be some cool fights, and I'm sure the the different mobile suits will look cool, but I think they might miss the mark on the on the spirit of it. Yeah. It could still be a good movie. I don't want to be as... I was too negative that first time yeah. around saying butchering it. Yeah. It could still be a good movie, but I feel like it won't be like a... Great. Gundam movie Ad- adaptation, yeah. yeah. Okay, like I said, right. I love Pacific Rim, and that movie's dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but there I, are some cool scenes in that movie. I well, love the Gundam design so much more than any Western giant robots. Originally, the uh, the original Gundam was supposed to be all white, 
and then the creator of it uh, at the time, because it was 1979, thought it looked too much like a stormtrooper. Yeah, and it was bad enough that he had they had laser swords already. Oh yeah, so he's like, so he changed it and he added some color and stuff yeah, like some that. Some blue and some yellow. Yep. and some primary yep. colors. Yeah, Gundams yeah. typically kind of look like a samurai. Yeah, with the big helmet crest and stuff like yeah. that. Well, they just have more interesting things going on. All most Western designed mechs, like your battle techs and your mech warriors, they're too utilitarian and military mm-hmm. looking to me. Yeah, I mean, I agree. yeah, where yeah. Gundam has some flourish and some interesting designs. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because there are some weird looking mobile suits. That's, I mean, that's my take on. I'll go watch it because it's got the Gundam name on it, and I'll watch just about anything they put out. I might have to look up those Gundams that are on the Hulu because I, I kind of, I wouldn't mind getting into it. It seems like something I might enjoy. There's a handful on there. Uh, Netflix has a couple too. Netflix has Gundam Unicorn, which is part of the UC, but it takes place. <laughs> it sounds beautiful. <laughs> it actually has a really cool design like it looks like kind of it has like one big white horn coming out of the helmet but then when it goes into its fighting mode or whatever it splits apart into like the golden crest that normal huh. Gundams have the golden arches <laughs> ba 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 I'm Gundam it so that should have been the opening for the show this week ba da ba 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 nerd overload <laughs> save it for next week <laughs> All right, so uh, so yeah, let's pick another uh, pick another topic. We have a little bit more time. Brightburn. Okay, Brightburn. Yeah, so uh, this kind of came out of nowhere for me, for me at least. Um, James Gunn. So yeah, James Gunn. Uh, the first thing he's working on post Guardians. Guardians. Post Marvel I guess. firing. <laughs> post he got done dirty by Disney. <laughs> yeah. So he is doing. Um, it's another superhero film, which I mean is kind of in keeping with some of the things he does. But it's kind of going back a little bit to his. What was the one with Rain Wilson? Super. Super. Oh man, I kind of forgot about those that. Roots I was thinking about a little Slither, bit. But yeah, well that well that too. But um, Super yeah. is a hard movie to watch. So Brightburn looks at first an awful lot like just Superman a or Superboy, su- super a, a Superman slash Superboy ripoff. Like and like. Almost a one-for-one copy mm-hmm. yeah, of like, it. I'm surprised there isn't some sort of legal situation happening. Especially the way the movie takes a twist from the way it looks. Um, so it's set in, you know, a r- rural, you know, farm America. town. Brightburn, Kansas. Bright, Brightburn, Kansas, yeah. Oh, it's even Kansas. Oh, wow. I think it was. I yeah, think I it think was so. Kansas. Yeah, uh, where, you know, um, an alien child falls to earth. And is raised by a farmer couple, and the kid somehow, you know, starts developing, starts developing superpowers. superpowers like super strength and flight and laser vision. Stop me if this sounds familiar. <laughs> but instead of becoming a Wouldn't champion, that freakazoid? Yeah, freakazoid. Yeah. yeah. No, we got sucked inside the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little different. But no, but uh, instead of this kid fighting for truth, justice, and In the, the American, American way, way, um, just has some problems. Has some <laughs> some anger management problems and like just maybe some some social social issues and bullying bullying and like um just some like emotional issues to where this is a horror movie like a real kid would have if they were burdened with the power of super man yeah 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 like uh, yeah those are the two things that kind of struck me i mean it is really visually like you know it's scary oh yeah a lot of it's like it's like a it's like a dark, twisted Smallville. Yeah, 
it's it's a horror movie where your killer is Superboy, basically. I I initially when I read the you know the synopsis, I thought mm-hmm. this sounds like the most edge lordy. Oh yeah, like obvious idea I've ever heard. But, but seeing they that do trailer, it. they do it so well. At least it looks so good mm. that I'm in now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, totally in. I mean, the, it's it's it, it's not unheard of to have a dark Superman type story. Yeah. It's been done in comics before by various sure. people. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned before we started recording Irredeemable, Irredeemable by uh, Mark Wade, mm-hmm. which was really good. Even uh, like, there's another one called Steelheart. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. yeah, even the existing Superman stuff within the yeah the ill. The Elseworld? The ill, no, the ill-formed um, DC Extended Universe was toying with the idea. See, that, that's the thing. Yeah, this, the way this kid acts in this trailer and the way that the Clark Kent from the current Warner Brothers DC movies acts, it's like one step away. Mm. Yeah. It's like one, just one extra little edge away from it. They even use like the Man of Steel font within yeah, the trailer. Yeah, that's like, pretty crazy. It's That's the other thing that really got me. I don't know how they're not getting in trouble, how they're not getting slapped with some kind of, you know, lawsuit maybe, or maybe something. The, maybe the themes for Superman are just a little too generic that no court can actually hold it up. Yeah, that might be. That that could be. That but could this be. has some specifics that are pretty on the nose, yeah. <laughs> too. It almost makes me think that this script was maybe originally written as a Superman script, that a couple of names were changed here and there. And <laughs> you know what? You know why I didn't like it at first? Now that I think about it, it mm. sounds like a Max Landis concept. Yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right. It does seem like a something a Max Landis, someone who's like, "Ooh, I'm too smart for all you people, and I'm going to make something that's just so edgy and <laughs> turn everything on its head." You mean like Todd McFarlane and his? current spawn movie <laughs> it's not yeah. that he promises won't be any fun <laughs> yeah no one will have fun in this uh but no it, this movie looks really good it uh it stars elizabeth banks as the kid's mom and she's always good and she's always great uh um david denman who was roy from the office is there who's a big old jerk who's you know what i like him as an actor you know he plays he plays kind of a jerk in a lot of his roles but yeah. I, you know he does a good job as that character I'm um, definitely interested on in seeing what they do with this movie. Yeah, me too. But par- part of me is like, some of my favorite horror movies are ones that involve evil children. <laughs> <laughs> like Orphan. Oh, yeah. Man, Orphan. Orphan's Omen. A- Omen, yeah. <laughs> Orphan's a really good movie. I like the twist. Like, I'm glad they never released the twist. Problem Child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blank does check. Chi- does oh, oh. <laughs> the- does Child's Play count? Richie no. Rich. <laughs> Problem Child 2. <laughs> Problem Child 2. <laughs> uh, what was that? What, man, there was an older movie about an evil little girl. What was it called? Uh, Can you imagine the if good they child? did Richie Rich today? Oh, man. That could be so funny. And, oh, it'd like, be so good. It, they could take a real bite out of the you know that market. Uh-huh. Like, really make fun of like the Instagram model millionaires and yep. like the Kardashians and mm-hmm. stuff. That, that's a gold mine. It is. I'll take my yeah. million dollars off the air, Hollywood. <sighs> In small marked uh, mark bills. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but, you know, I'm, I'm excited for Brightburn. I, I really, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, me too. I think if it was anybody but James Gunn, we would have a questionable film on our hands. But yep. I, I trust James Gunn. He's made enough 
quality. I, I trust him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and Slither is a great movie. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. gross. It's very gross, but mm-hmm. it's a very good movie. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And now, next on the news train, do we want to talk about Sakurai's work ethic? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not much to talk about with it, which is fine, because we're actually getting close to time. Other but, than yeah. he is not a man. He's a machine. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, is it Masahiro? Is that his Yeah, Masahiro name? Sakurai. So, the guy who created Kirby and... Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers, most recently. With, with Iwata. Yeah. They both kind of created it. Yeah, so um, he has... It's always been kind of known that he is kind of a workaholic. Yeah, he has a notoriously ridiculous work ethic. Yeah. But we hadn't really gotten details until recently he did an interview, Mm -hmm. and it really revealed just how ridiculous the man is. It's, I mean, there's being a workaholic, and there is, like, pouring all of yourself into your job, and then there is borderline mental illness. (laughs) Like, he had, before they, before Nintendo forced him to take two days off a week... He was working seven days a week, around 80 to 90 hours a week on games, passing out at his desk because he would not take care of himself. And at one point, would just bring in, you know, an IV and uh, plug himself into an IV to keep himself um, full of nutrients. To keep plugging away at Super Smash Brothers. to To keep on working. He said he hand enters a lot of the parameters and the data because anybody else would just do it wrong and they'd have to do it again. That's crazy. He, That's crazy. He said that uh, if they were to get more people to work on his, if they would move his workload, it would take multiple people to do the amount of work that he does. Yeah. I'm wondering how much of this is him and how much this is a is is part of a the, the cultural identity that is Japan. I'm sure a little bit of it of it is the cultural identity. However, Nintendo as a whole in Japan, they have a fairly lax work uh, environment. They their employees work an average of less than 40 hours per week. They don't have you know serious crunch times like a lot of other developers. Other developers and other businesses over there. Um, well, so that, I want to say in the interview, Sakurai said he could work on Smash Brothers as much or as little as he wanted as long as it gets done. Yeah. And th- this is how he chooses. To and do he it, chooses, apparently. yeah. And even now that he's take, he's being forced. Like they are forcing him to take two days off a week. Uh, he still puts in ten hour days, five days a week. So he's putting in fifty hours a week minimum on on a game that's already out. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude needs to chill. Yeah. He de- Dude needs a vacation. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he destroyed his arm when he was making uh, Kid Icarus Uprising. Yeah, like blew all the ligaments in his hand and arm because, the, well, the controls weren't great. Now he has to use a special computer mouse. Mm-hmm. Because that is it. messed but up. You, you lean in to click instead of push the button. Cause that is messed up. That is like, that's carpal tunnel syndrome to like 11. Oh, yeah. Like, someone should step in. Yeah. And take care of <laughs> this guy. Is he okay? Is, is, yeah. I feel I'm, bad for his wife. He's married? He's married. Oh, my God. When does he see her? I don't know. His wife did all the menus in Smash Brothers. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Which uh, I don't care for, but that's neither here no. nor there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay, so I guess we, what we want to say is 
Mr. Sakurai, Sakurai-san, take care Ma- of yourself. Massive hero soccer guy. Yeah. <laughs> Please take a vacation. You've more than earned it. Take a nap. Yeah. yeah. He'd just never, he'd fall asleep and then sleep for like four years. Yeah. And then he'd wake up raring to go on the next Smash Brothers. Yeah, he'd be the Rip Van Winkle of Nintendo. <laughs> he already looks like he doesn't age. Yeah, that's true. He looks like he's in his early 20s. Yeah. I guess if he never stops long enough, he just, you know, time won't catch up with him. Yeah. He's just constantly running from time. The minute he stops working is the minute his body will start to age. Like like the picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah. The end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sakurai just turns to dust. That's, oh, that's depressing. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Please, no. He needs to make a new kid at Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Or a Kirby uh, game that doesn't involve yarn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so hey, we got to end on a high note. So uh, there, let's do the last Nintendo thing. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. I forgot yeah, it's kind Ninten- of a big deal. Yeah. Labo VR. The yeah. new Labo kit's coming out, and it's all about virtual reality on the Switch. Yeah, we- so Labo was the cardboard yeah. stuff. Cardboard folding, crafting, science-y yeah. business for kids. Very science-y, yeah. Now but- it's having a VR kit that... Basically builds a Google Cardboard for your Switch yeah. to do VR directly into your face. And that's cool. Yeah, strap your Switch into your face and, and play a game. Now, I've heard over and over again online that the Switch doesn't have a high enough resolution to support VR. But I don't know. You put that thing close enough to your face. Yeah, it's going to work. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see how it works. I yeah. am a fan of VR. I think it's really fun and cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I haven't previously bought any of the Labo stuff because it's not really for me. Right. But there is a big kit that has more designs, and then there's a $40 one that's just basically builds you a set of goggles. And I'll probably get that. I'm curious to see what Nintendo does with VR. Yeah. And I will I will patiently wait until you buy that $40 one <laughs> and let me know if it's any good. <laughs> you know, I have not tried any type of VR. Like, oh, man. You oh, it's pretty fun. I'm worried that I can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You might be. It works okay for me. And I have one eye that's basically blind. <laughs> like, because I know I can't do 3D or anything like that. Yeah, I can't mm. either. But... I can't do 3D. I can't do. I can't even do magic eyes. That's the worst. I can't do those either. And I spent so much time <laughs> as a little kid trying oh, to I do Oh, I did them. too. I did too. <laughs> I had like, like, my grandparents would buy me magic eye books. Same. And I'm, and I'm like. <laughs> All I see is these blurry colors. I don't see anything. I tried. When's it my turn to see the sailboat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, And I didn't know that I just physically couldn't. Yeah, I thought I was doing something wrong. Yeah, it was rough. It was a rough time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, I, want, I, want, I want a vibe so bad. I do. I really do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Part of me is like, I don't want to spend the money if I can't, if I can't get the full enjoyment we'll out of it. We'll have to have a game night, and I'll bring over Your my PlayStation, PlayStation VR. VR. You can try that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right, well, hey, uh, I think we've pretty well wrapped up the show, so let's go ahead and get on out of here. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can catch us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. And is this where I plug the new show? Uh, yeah, go for it. I'm going to plug the new show. We've got a new show coming called Nerd Overload Super Game Club, where we all play a game for a month. 
and then talk about it at the end. The game for this month is Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Mm -hmm. You can start playing it now and sending in your impressions and your memories and your your feelings while playing the game, (laughs) and we'll talk about them on air when we record the episode for it. Yeah. It's like a book club, but for games. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah. Also, this show is on a whole bunch of different places. You can find uh, podcasts. Uh, You know what? We'll say Spotify this week. Spotify is a good place to go check us out. It's Um, a great place. (laughs) It's a great place to check us out, actually. Uh, We also have t-shirts. Go to bit.ly backslash nerdoverloadt. And like we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, the Patreon. Patreon.com backslash nerdoverloadnow. So yeah, I think that pretty mold does it. So get the show early. Be the envy of all your friends. That's right. All right. So uh, again, thank you all for tuning in and we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>